can't be right. I'm pretty sure senior cookbooks missed the mark here. Yeah, this definitely isn't a zoo. Iggy, where are we? What? You guys don't have gator spas in space? No, especially since these gators have cybernetic enhancements and are walking upright. Space American gators tend to do more lurking and hissing. It's just the natural way of things. Well, the least we can do is investigator, right? <laughs> Gosh, I am hilarious sometimes. Amazing puns aside, we should do our due diligence. If this is the spot the historian sent us to, we have to check it out. Man, I'll tell you, I am sick and tired of running errands for that psychopath. Let's make this quick. This festering swamp is cramping my style. If nothing else, I'm certain we could all use a spa day. Come on now, who wants to go mudding with me? Any takers? Paz, I bet you'd love it. Getting all zen, laying motionless and silent. Hell, what's not to enjoy? Sitting naked in a bath filled with mud, letting it squish all around my body? <clears throat> uh, I mean, if there's time, Iggy, there's a relic to find. I'll be right with you. I have absolutely no idea what to make of this place. Well, we're about to find... Oh, come on! You're naked! Of course I am! Welcome to the St. Clair Nude Beach Spa and Sanitarium! Nice to meet you. I'm Apple. Don't get many of your kind in here. Our kind? You mean, like, human people? No, no, no! City folks! This close to the shores of the Middle Sea, it's mostly Gatorborgs and Norwegians. Though if you're looking for rooms, it'll be a tight squeeze. We're just usually booked up pretty solid a few months in advance. Those Gatorborgs just love it here. Yeah, we saw a few on the way in. Where's the beach part? This is definitely a swamp. Tomato potato. That's a saying where I come from. I'm pretty sure that's a saying nowhere. No, I say it at work all the time. It kills at staff meetings. Apple, nice to meet you. And the ladies, I'm Cookie. We're looking for Al Capone's silver pocket watch. Apparently, it was sold in Massachusetts over 400 years ago, but eventually made its way back to Chicago as a part of the Legion of Doom Historium and Vineyard. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, by the looks of this place, we're pretty sure it isn't here. Do you happen to know anything about it? Is there a Doom Museum on site? Can't say that I do, and I've been here all my life. This place has been in my family for generations, so if it was here, I'm sure I'd know about it. Though, to be honest, Chicago hasn't really existed for a couple hundred years. Damn it! All this way up here for nothing! The great historian that prides himself on information sends us to a swamp. When we get back, I've got some words for that psycho. I'm done being his lackey. Wings, maybe we should step outside, get some fresh air? I am tired of... Iggy, what the hell are you doing? Just making some new friends, wing a ling -ding. This here's Frank and Carla. Say hi! Uh, hi, Frank, Carla. I'm Evelyn. This is Wings. Gator to meet you. Great, great to meet you. Sorry. Don't tell me you've never seen a talking gator before. I, uh, can't say I've had the pleasure. The gators I know don't wear board shorts either. Nice to meet you, sir. Iggy was just telling us about your little adventures. Quite the story. Were you able to find what you were looking for here? Give me a break, Iggy. Unfortunately not. That's too bad. Sounds like you've been traveling a while. We could certainly use some awe and awe. I was trying to get one of my companions to go mudding with me while we're here. Have y'all... Oh, it's amazing. Frank and I go as often as we can. See, Paz? I told you! What the hell is he on about now? Uh, Miss Apple, ma'am, ladies, 
Would it be possible for us to stay the night? We've been on the road for quite a while. Oh, sure. We can make accommodations for weary travelers if you don't mind tripling up on the rooms. Oh, you're so kind. Thanks so much. I promise we'll leave everything exactly how we found it. Here's the keys to your rooms. Take the stairs at the end of the hall and make a right at the top. If you all are interested, the mudding rooms are just down the hall on the left. I'd highly recommend it. Squishy, do you want to go mudding with me later? I, uh... Cookie. What the hell is up with this place in muddy? Trust me, it'll change your damn life! After spending the night at the St. Clair Nude Beach Spa and Sanitarium, and going mudding at the request of Frank and Carla Gatorbottom, the merry band of misfits piles into the Winnie and heads back from whence they came, to tell the historian that he was sorely misinformed of the location of the object of his desires. Y'all come back now, you hear? We don't get many non-gator folks these days. It was a lovely change of pace. Thank you for your hospitality, Miss Apple. And, uh, your ladies, too. Frank, Carla, we'll catch up soon. We'll do, Ignatius. Safe travels. You behave yourself now, you little rascal. Gosh. <laughs> Just don't meet gators like that nowadays. By gators like that, do you mean fucking abominations? Ugh, you simple-minded racist. Gators are people, too. Space America, Episode 4, Parts Sold Separately, Some Assembly Required, was written by Ian McGowan and Liz Zirkel, and voiced by Adam Bauer, S. Michael Clericus, Dave Goddard, Allison Headley, Kat Johnson, Ian McGowan, William Mead, Nate Miller, Stephanie Miles, Jen Weinman, Daniel Williams, and Liz Zirkel. The main theme was composed by Ian McGowan, with additional music provided by Ian McGowan and Daniel Williams. This episode features the song Broken Machines Part 2 by Solid State Disaster online at solidstatedisaster.bandcamp.com Space America is brought to you by Calamity Cast, produced by Daniel Williams and co-created by Dave Goddard, Ian McGowan, Daniel Williams, and Liz Zirkel. And now, Space America Episode 4, Parts Sold Separately, Some Assembly Required. The historian is not going to like the fact that we're returning empty-handed. Though, given the bad information, I'm not sure what else we could have done. All I know is he'd better keep his end of the bargain. The Tubbs is our only ticket home. I am more than ready to part ways with Brablorks. Oh, I'm sure he'll keep his end of the bargain. We've kept ours, even if this trip didn't amount to anything. Oh, I hope you're right, Paz, old boy. I really do. I'm not sure how much more good books, good times I can handle. Welcome back. Please wait here. Master is finishing some business in the study. Good God. That guy is just the saddest sad man. Well, I mean, he's routinely beaten and dehumanized for no reason. Not to mention he looks malnourished. Wait, didn't he have more fingers when we left? Master will see you now. Please follow me. <laughs> Birdie, what are we gonna do if he doesn't give us the info on the ship? I'll let you know in a minute. Well, yet another surprise return by my esteemed colleagues. Where is Mr. Capone's beautiful pocket watch? You didn't send us to any kind of revitalized zoological institute. There wasn't an old historium of evil. It was just a combo nude beach spa and sanitarium. The pocket watch is gone. What? You simple, pudding-brained skin puppets. 
How could six of you manage to blunder such an easy task? They had such a lovely mudding room, though. We weren't going to, but Apple convinced us. Have you tried it? It'll change your damn life! <laughs> hey, Pate isn't to blame. Be quiet! <sighs> that doesn't make any sense. My usual sources know how unwise it is to mislead me. Unless whew, someone has tried to pull one over on me. Oh, and I can only guess who that is. That's the only explanation. Oh, I do not like being made a fool. Do I, Pate? No, Maester, you don't. Quiet! Did I say you could speak? That was rhetorical. Give it a rest. You really think whipping this husk of a man is gonna intimidate us? Leave the poor schmuck alone for crying out loud. Oh, I do suggest you stay out of this, Wings, or you will take his place. The next time you threaten me, I'ma snatch out that fucking crazy eye of yours. Mr. The Historian, we tried, honestly. Space knows I love these fetch quests, but this one just wasn't in the cards. If you want proof we win it all, here's the receipts from our stay and a few geotagged photos. Give me those! Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems you did indeed travel to the coordinates I provided you. I suppose then my concerns are warranted. A colleague of mine is trying to make a fool of me. Huh. By the way, do you reimburse for mileage or food or is there any kind of per diem? How about not strapping you down, flaying you alive, and murdering you in front of your friends? Fair point. Forget I even asked. <sighs> well, I suppose a deal's a deal. My informant will suffer for this slight, but I can hardly blame you lot for following poor directions. Paint the blue file, please. Hmm, that is surprisingly reasonable of you. Hmm, indeed. Pray you don't forget it, Miss Kennedy. Your ship is in the custody of the Mounties, led by one Felix Desjardins. They're a ruthless black ops force in the employ of a man known only as the Canadian. Shortly after your crash, the Mounties transported your ship west from Hotlandia. You gotta be kidding me. We must have missed it by no more than a day. Mm, how unfortunate. I'm afraid I don't have much more for you. My guess is it's probably being housed in the Mountie headquarters, the Megaceda Mara Farm in Butte, Montana. The seed vault and the ship are in the same place? Great Gaia, we'll be able to transport thousands of seed varieties home. Oh, sure, Evelyn. After we take out an entire Black Ops team on their home turf. Sounds easy as pie. Did someone say pie? So, the Canadian. What's his real name? How about his past? Can you give us anything useful? Or are we wasting more time sitting here talking to you? So ungrateful. You people repeatedly come into my home looking for handouts. I'm afraid this time, I have very little information to offer. Anyone who knew his story is dead. He's a survivor, perhaps the only one, from the times before 
Space Miracle was launched. <laughs> wait, wait, I say, I said, wait a second here. Are y'all sure about this? I've done been around the block a few times and never laid eyes on him. He's a myth, a tall tale. Oh, I assure you, he's very real. But if you want to take that risk. Guys, now I know I'm new to the gang, but y'all can trust me on this. Gudbix is yanking on your goat. <laughs> How unwise of you, Ignatius. I don't like being called a liar in my own home. Mind your tongue, lest I rip it from your mouth. Wait, wouldn't that make this Canadian guy like 275 years old? How did he even manage to survive? How does the concept of cybernetics continually go over your head? If he's truly that old, he's probably more mechanical than me. None of that matters. This whole goddamn planet is fucked. Fuck the Canadian, fuck the Mounties, and fuck you, Grubnox. We're getting our ship back, reclaiming our gear, and getting the fuck back to Space America. Whoa, easy wings, deep breath. We'll get the ship back and everything else we've lost, I promise. You'll figure out a way, I know it. At the very least, we should head to Butte, right? We can work out the details on the way. Mr. The Historian, <laughs> we could really use your help. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll have no part of that. A direct assault on the Mountie stronghold is suicide. And while I would delight in your debts, I have no cause to risk my own enterprise. He and I have an agreement, as it were. Helping you further would certainly be hazardous to my well-being. And we don't want that, do we, Pate? <laughs> do we, Pate? Oh, Maester. That's better. Mother, protect us. When you put it like that, it certainly doesn't sound promising. Look, we gotta get going either way. This Canadian may or may not be a myth, but our ship isn't. And if old Mr. Gribclax here says it's in Butte, then that's where we're headed. Iggy, hop to. You're driving. Aw, oh, come on, Wings. Can we at least stay the night? I'm exhausted. Everyone's exhausted. We've driven hundreds of miles, and I'd like to avoid being stuck in the path of Iggy's farts. Oh, hey now, I say, I say, oh! It's like they seek me out. Chutney actually has a point, though I hate to admit it. It's been a long couple of days, and mudding aside, we could use the rest. If it means you're all leaving me forever, and possibly dying terribly brutal deaths, then fine. You may stay the night. Pate will make up your rooms, and the same rules apply. Dinner will be served in an hour, and there will be breakfast before you leave. In the interim, stick to your rooms and do not wander about. Do I make myself clear? Crystal, dinner, rooms, breakfast, Winnebago, not exactly robot science. And I know a thing or two about robot science. Don't you mean robotics? That's what I said. What did you hear? In the meantime, Pate, if I don't have a moon pie in my hand in 30 seconds, it's down to the basement for you. Now, go. Yes, master, right away. <laughs> 
Hey there, listeners. Are you into alpha males, badass leading ladies, and happily ever afters? Then check out another great Calamity Cast podcast, Dick of the Week, where I chat with my other two co-hosts about everything we love and sometimes hate about both writing and reading romance novels. So grab a glass of wine, get comfortable, and let's get down and dirty about romance. Find it on CalamityCast.com or wherever you find your podcast. Back on Space America, President Detective Lazier and his goons are on the hunt for some good old ferret races, the preferred pastime of many Space Americans. Yes, my esteemed Space Inquisitors, where did the ferrets go? They should all be here, but they're not. How am I supposed to win at the races if the races are gone? Oh, sweet Space Pope, please don't let this... You know what this means? Hit it, boys. I need my thinking music. Oh, He's still doing this bit, huh? I don't think this one's going away anytime soon. I said, hit it. Something wasn't right. And I'm not referring to the fact that I was the one wearing my shoes inside out. Something or someone had shut down the ferret races. This was the biggest race of the season, too. Most people put their money on Frank the Stank Jones. But I like Charlie the Caboose Chitroose. A real underdog story. Anyway, we were on church territory, and my space gut was telling me that if anyone knew who or what was behind the shutdown, it'd be the lady in charge of their money stream. It was time to go pay Mother Abigail a visit. Didn't I say you could stop playing? But sir, this upright bass is heavy. I can't walk and play at the same time. You can't play a literal walking bass line? Irony. Ironical. Irony. To the space car. President Detective Lazier and his musically inclined inquisitors made their way to Mother Abigail's home to hopefully discover why the ferret races were shut down. All right, here we are. Let me do the talking, boy. We wouldn't have it any other way, sir. Hmm. Interesting. What is it, Detective President, sir? The wreath on a door. They appear to be real flowers. So pretty. How does she keep them so alive-like? Sir, they've been plucked from the ground. They can't be alive. Duh. I obviously knew that. I was uh, just testing you. Uh, you passed. Good job. How long are we going to wait out here, sir? Until she opens the door. Oh, well, uh, what if she isn't home? Uh, then we'll see her go inside when she gets here. Really? You three? I know I'm the detective here, but I thought my skills wouldn't rub off. Here, I'll knock again. Uh, ghost door! Jazz, get the ghost hunter kit! Sir, there's no one there. Well, it opened out. Surely that means we should enter. I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, we'll never know till we try. Music time. I left my bass in the car. Eh, don't worry. We'll make it work. The house was dark, but the door was unlocked. Much like my brain and an unlocked door. I couldn't help but think that something was wrong. But I knew I had to enter. After all, I had some questions, and Mother Abigail was going to give me some answers. Or, at the very least, she was going to teach me how to make one of those wreaths on her door. I love good door decor. 
right away, I could tell that someone else had been here recently. I could smell their lingering musk. Seems like she, uh, has a cat, sir. Ah, uh -huh, suspect. Cat's dead, sir. Scratch that. Those muddy footprints leading into the living room sure make it seem like someone was here. And that broken window over there, something is afoot. Uh, sir, this actually might be a crime scene. We really shouldn't be here. What are you talking about? I'm a detective here, remember? I'm supposed to be here. Well, there was definitely a struggle. This place is a mess. It appears that the very person we needed has gone missing. Oh, come on, you three. That was the perfect moment for dramatic music. Ooh, sorry, sir. Did you want to try that again? Uh, no, no. The moment's passed. But you better be ready next time. Yes, of course, sir. Sir, shouldn't we be focused on the fact that a woman has very clearly been abducted? We need to call the space police. What a bad day. No ferret races and no Mother Rabbit game. Well, I'm tired, let's go. But sir, don't we need- I said let's go. It's time for my presidential snack and nap time. But after that, we're going to church. It's been too long since my last infection. I'll never get comfortable. Fine. If I'm gonna be awake, I might as well be productive. Let's see what secrets this mansion has to offer. No harm in just stretching my legs, right? As Cookie sneaks her way through the house, she unwittingly happens upon a darkened figure hunched over a desk in the sitting room. Gomer, ah. what the hell are you doing up so late? Jesus, you startled me, Cookie. I'm working on a new story. The Space American founders were right to leave when they did, Cookie. Everything and everyone down here has gone to shit. They're just modding and modding. It's pathetic. I think I finally have a great title. The Scourge of Cybernetics Persists. Right. Yeah. Totally pathetic. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't sleep, so I figured I'd check out this guy's downstairs. <laughs> if I had a space nickel for every time I said that, I'd have 250 space dollars. Yep, 250. Had to double check my math there. Are you kidding me? You're just going to do the one thing the sadistic asshat told us not to do? You're gonna get us all killed. Well, it sure beats laying awake on what I can only describe as a dick spring mattress. Come on, Gomer. Aren't you at least a little curious as to what this psychopath has downstairs? What part of his illustrious collection doesn't he want us to see? Maybe it's his stamp collection, or his sex dungeon, Ooh, or yeah. maybe it's where he keeps all of the heads of the people who double-crossed him, or who were stupid enough to not listen when he told them not to go into his goddamn basement. I guess it could be that. Fine. I'm going down there with or without you. You're welcome to stay up here in the horror movie lighting by yourself. Fine, fine. I'm coming with you. Strength and numbers and all that. Oh, come on. Are you fucking kidding me with this creaking bullshit? Has no insane psychopath ever heard of WD-40? Shh, listen. Footsteps. Shit, let's go. Jesus, it's pitch black. How can you even see where we're going? I, uh, have pretty solid night vision, actually. Just friends in the family. Well, aren't you just full of surprises? You have no idea. Oh, thank God. I can see a light at the bottom. What? What's that smell? Smells like, uh, server room or something. Overheated electronics, maybe? There's something else. Formaldehyde? Ah! 
Jesus Christ, what the fuck is this place? The two trespassers pan their gaze from wall to wall of an extremely long cavernous hall. On either side are large, freezer-like containers, with a window occupying the top half of the doors of each, allowing them to see what's inside. Humans. Is this psychopath growing people? What the shit? I have no idea, but they're definitely all alive. Each of these things has a monitor showing their vital readouts, but there's also some weird wiring back here. Oh, shit, Cookie, these are fucking robots. There are cables running from the back of this guy's head up to the ceiling. He's building some kind of army. Cookie walks to the nearest container and peers through the window on the front, but the person inside doesn't register her presence. They just stare back with a blank expression. A surgical scar on their temple catches Cookie's eye before she spots the terminal readout on the side of the cryo chamber. Oh, no. They aren't robots, Gomer. Robots don't have vital signs. They're cybernetically enhanced humans. I can't believe it. These files say they're enhanced with additional memory capacity. This is beyond anything even I've studied. That must be why they all have identical surgery scars along the temple. Well, shit. Serves them right for modding themselves like that. These people deserve this. It's not natural. You sure as hell won't catch me implanting additional memory capacity. I can promise you that. Cookie, you're shaking. Look, let's get the hell out of here. Are you actually trying to save these... Things? What the hell have they done to deserve saving? What have they done to deserve enslavement, Charles? Please, just help me! What? No, Cookie, they aren't worth it. It's not like they're one of us. For fuck's sake, where the hell is your compassion? These people, these real human people are being kept prisoner on this psychopath's mind farm. And you think they were asking for it? That they're less than human because of some fucking cybernetic enhancements Cookie. that- your voice. You're gonna get us caught. What's to stop this monster from locking me in a freezer? Would you bother to care if I was in prison? Cookie, that doesn't make any sense. Look. I bet it has tons of unknown information about the breakdown of human-cyborg relations. What if everything we know is wrong? You've got some nasty cuts on your arms, but there was almost no blood. I'm, um, really into, uh, bloodletting? Boomer, you do know my doctorate is in mechanical engineering, right? This is the jackpot. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot we had to go back. I have shocking upper body strength. I, uh, have pretty solid night vision, actually. You. You're one of these fucking robo-freaks, too? Oh, my, 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 my. <laughs> if this isn't a juicy development, I knew there was more to you, Miss St. Clair. I guess I just wasn't certain how much more. And you didn't disappoint. But goodness me, where are my manners? Welcome to my memory farm. Isn't it just amazing? You've heard the old saying, some people have forgotten more information than you could ever know. Well, I guess I took that to the next level, as it were. <sighs> Can't you just smell the knowledge down here? All I smell is a goddamn psychopath. Surely you of all people can appreciate what I'm doing down here, Miss St. Clair. The people occupying these chambers do indeed have additional memory implanted. You're right about that. It's how I store every tiny bit of information I've collected over the years. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why not use computers the old-fashioned way? But did you know that even today, the fastest computer is the human mind? Besides, where's the fun in that? 
This also provides an amazing deterrent to anyone in my employ who might consider double-crossing me. No one takes kindly to betrayal, though. So I suppose I'm like everyone else in that regard. I just go about my vengeance differently. Gentlemen, if you'd be so kind. From the other end of the cavernous hall, two massive men approach, each standing well over seven feet tall, barrel-chested, and clearly cybernetically enhanced with bionic arms that could crush steel as easily as paper. Lothar, Magnus, find Miss St. Clair and Mr. Montgomery, please. Yes, boss. Ah, stop. Get your fucking hands. Hey, hey, put me down. What are you doing? Let go of me. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Oh, Lothar, remind me to deal with Tate later for not stopping these two from coming down here. He was under very strict instructions to protect my work from the prying eyes of strangers. And he needs to be held responsible. Tate will suffer. <coughs> what? Leave that poor man alone for fuck's sake. I swear, he didn't know. I get it, you get your jollies hurting folks weaker than you, but enough is enough. Oh, stow the compassion, Mr. Montgomery. Just like your comrade here, Pete has been augmented as well. The poor man has, uh, enhanced pain receptors. He feels every lick of the whip ten times as much. Please, it's, it's my fault we're down here. Don't hurt Pete again, please. Oh, what a... Passionate plea, but perhaps you're right. It is your fault, so I think you'll take his place as my whipping boy tonight. Oh yes, I like this plan even better. Magnus, you know where to take Miss St. Clair. Cryo chamber. What? Hey, no! Stop it! Put me down! Cookie, put her down, you overgrown robo-freak! No! Don't think so. Here's what's going to happen. Luther and Magnus are going to take your not-so-secretly bionic friend here and get her situated in one of the cryo chambers. You see, I reached out to the informant of mine that provided the incorrect information from before. I uh, persuaded him, as it were, to do some further research into the matter. I'm sure you can see where this is going. What do you want? Or maybe not. A simple exchange. Bring me Capone's pocket watch in return for your friend's freedom. Do we have an arrangement? Look, I... Listen, run back to your friends upstairs and put the deal to them. Surely between the rest of you, you can make a decision relatively quickly. In the meantime, Lothar Magnus... Help Miss St. Clair get acquainted with her new quarters. Now, Mr. Montgomery, go! Chutney, go! Get wings! Get everyone and get out of here! Ah, no! Stop oh, fuck, it! fuck! Fuck! Thanks for listening. Help others find our show by rating and reviewing Space America on iTunes. Check out CalamityCast.com for even more content. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get in touch and let us know how we're doing. If Discord's your thing, join our server. If you like what you hear and you want to help keep the lights on, consider becoming a regular CalamityCast contributor on Patreon. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can do so at paypal.me forward slash CalamityCast. 
We appreciate your support and your donations truly make a difference. Cookie's screams echo up the stairs as Chutney runs through the seemingly never-ending hallways of the historian's mansion. Wake up! Wings! Damn it! Wings! Wings! He's got Cookie! Wings? What? Chutney? What's going on? Are you high? What? No, it's just, um... Oh, for fuck's sake! My medication. This explains your bullshit mood swings. What kind of a fucking leader are you? Paz, Evelyn, Iggy, please, anyone! Buddy, what's wrong? Hi, I'm fucking high. What are you doing? Shut up, all of you. Just fucking shut up. Hang on there, pal. What? Good Books has Cookie. He's gonna freeze her and wipe her brain and keep her in his memory farm if we don't stop him. Jesus Christ, those guys were huge. You need to come with me. We need to get out of here now. Okay, wh- where are they? What's a memory farm? Cookie went to the basement and I followed her and it turns out she's cyber enhanced. Oh my god, his basement is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Fuck! If we don't get this fucking pocket watch, he's gonna keep her and kill us! He wants to kill us over a watch? No, we're done with the historian. Where the fuck is he? Pass stop. We all care about Cookie. Now isn't the time to play hero. Like hell it's not. Chutney, let's fucking move. Now. Wings, what do we do? Hold on, Evelyn. I can't fucking think straight. I don't think there's much time to dilly-dally, Wings. Okay, first things first. We follow those two idiots. Whatever they're about to do could end up bad news for us all. Felix! Alright! Guess I don't have to cope anymore! 
Our job here is done. Hauser comes with us. What about the other space barricades? Leave them. We've neutralized the useful one anyway. To the chopper! This place will be nothing but ash soon enough. Who the fuck were those guys? Wait, where's Wings? She she was right behind us. She got caught up in the firefight. Oh shit, guys. Please tell me I'm not seeing this. The group turns to see the historian's mansion entirely engulfed in flames. The ornate neoclassical pillars slowly char and begin to crack. As they stand dumbfounded, a black helicopter rises overhead, narrowly clearing the flames. Inside. Come on! Dude, what the fuck? Stop! Let go of me, Chutney. God damn it. I know you don't care about anything, but I care about her. I'm not just gonna let her die. I'm I'm so sorry. Cookie! has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit CalamityCast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.